Everybody, thanks for staying with us into our guest segment. Uh, we're going to be joined again by Wrecker. And uh, you're saying, well, who's Wrecker? Well, you don't want him coming to your crime scene because he'll wreck it for you. He doesn't put up with any nonsense. And uh, this is it. But by the way, he's constitutional. But we're going to get into a discussion away from the last topic that we explored, which was on-the-scene reporting from what's really going on in these cities. I mean, he's there. He sees it. Some people don't want to hear it, but nonetheless, it's eyewitness accounts that we can't discount. But we're going to be getting into what he feels is the future. And we were just talking off air, and we were comparing notes about where we thought all this was headed. And all of a sudden, we just realized, hey, this would be a heck of a show. So anyway, you're listening to this Madman Ramble. Who are you listening to? Well, I'm Dave Hodges, and you're listening to The Common Sense Show, and we're the show that's freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we have great interviews like the one we're about ready to have. But first, we've got to pay a few bills before we join Wrecker. Well, if you're hungry, you got to eat. Well, I warned you. I warned you, food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, tools is what you needed to get through what was coming. Food will be used as a weapon, and you don't have much longer to get prepared. We've talked about it and talked about it. We've talked about the food inflation. We've talked about the food shortages, how they're cropping up. Now's the time. Restaurant quality food, 25-year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. <coughs> Excuse me. And if you have food, well, you better have water. And you better have a water filter, and the Aquapura Pro water filter is the best in the business. If you go to waterwithdave.com, you'll see the comparative research. And as importantly, you're going to see that they're offering a 45% discount. So in a time when you won't have any trouble getting standing water, but that standing water may not be drinkable, now you have a device that can make this drinkable. This is going to save a lot of lives. So you got the food with preparewithdave.com. You've got the water with waterwithdave.com. And also, too, ladies and gentlemen, one last thing. I've diversified my portfolio. You know, I've represented Noble Gold for quite some time. And you know what the important thing is about Noble Gold? Is they're going to keep you from taking a major hit. I said to them, I said, let's talk about where I got my money. And they said, okay, Dave, here's our recommendations. And ooh, did I have to make some changes? You would too. And if you have assets to protect, you owe it to yourself to have a non-binding, calm, non-pressure conversation with Noble Gold. Give them a call, 877 Six four six five three four seven. That's eight seven seven six four six five three four seven. That pays the bills here on the Common Sense Show, and we like to tell you about our partners that are helping make your life more livable, and actually too, maybe even add to your survivability. And we get all that away out of the way in the beginning of each show, so we have a straight shot to the end. Wrecker, thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm glad you could come back. Uh, hope you're being safe out there in the field, but. I can't wait to talk to you about where we're headed, what the future holds for America. Hey, Dave, thanks for having me back. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting conversation when we start thinking about the future. We get so wrapped up in the present times of everything that's distracting us. Every now and then you need to look back in the past so you can see where you're going in the future. And, you know, for my mind and a lot of others, uh, I think that are experts on this field we look back at the the World War II's and the Nazi society and the Nazi empire that they had created and we think you know if the Nazis had won where would we be now technologically wise where would we be now 
oppression-wise, you know. Uh, the Man in the High Castle, you know, TV series comes to my mind, which is a, it's a very telltale uh, type of series. Uh, but, you know, if you look at categorically what could propel us to some sort of what we were talking about last uh, show was the megacities idea from Judge Dredd where there's nuclear war, there's famine, water's poison, uh, you know, everything outside the cities is a barren wasteland. What could propel us to that? Well, I can tell you what's already starting down that route would be the politicians and their new green deals. You know, people say, oh, the new green deal, we want to protect the earth. Well, if you look at some of the things that they're doing, they want to do the complete opposite. They want to completely take away mankind's ability to survive on this earth. And, you know, no matter how much you try to be conservative towards the earth, where are you going to put all the nuclear waste? Where are you going to put all the poison gas chemicals, you know, that we're trying to uh, get rid of? It all goes underground. And what's right underneath that ground is what the one percent two percent of actual groundwater that the entire world can drink so you know eventually we're going to screw up big enough with our nuclear tests uh and i think fracking and all this other stuff we're eventually going to screw up big enough that we're going to destroy the water table and that's going to put this whole world in a panic imagine one superpower one country does not have available water to drink and then the next commodity is no longer oil it's water. You know, they've made movies like this. And I think movies, honestly, are a little bit of storytelling for the future, uh, a little bit of a warning to mankind. And I think sometimes they're scripted to the point that they're unfolding in front of our eyes. So you believe in predictive uh, programming? Oh, definitely. I mean, the CIA believes in it. <laughs> okay. That's enough for me. <laughs> I, I, I agree in it, too. And I've done periodic articles about predictive programming. Well, I mean, it's like I said, it's unfolding right in front of our eyes. Look at the dystopia that this world has created. You have our politicians and Hollywood elitists that are living like kings and queens, and we, the lowly people, are the, the paupers. You know, eventually there's going to be an actual ruling class and a serving class, and then there'll be a serf class. Uh, and I do mean three different types because you always have your your highest paid, your medium paid, and then your lowest. And you know it's it's very prevalent nowadays. Look at since the economy's gone down, how many people have still not gotten this uh, economic paycheck? You know I, I meet people constantly who ask me, "When is the government supposed to give me my paycheck?" I have no idea. I can't believe it even went through. I'm honestly shocked. That people even got a paycheck uh, and supposedly it's going to happen again I don't think it's going to be as great as we think it's going to be but supposedly it'll happen again uh, but you know the government can't sustain something like that this this communism utopia it can't sustain itself it's it's not self-fulfilling it's self-destroying and just as sure as we're sitting here talking there's going to be another war and eventually, one of these wars will end up on our soil, and eventually, one of these wars that ends up on our soil is going to either take down the power grid, it's going to ruin the crop supply, 
maybe irradiate one coast or the other, poison our rivers, you name it. There'll be some sort of man-made mass destruction type event that America is going to suffer for. And I'm not talking about what God's going to do to us. I'm talking about just what man is going to do to us. And we'll get into this Mad Max dystopian-like prequel to America. And I see that coming. And I see it coming, honestly, in the not-too-far future, depending on who becomes the president. Uh, You know, I, I firmly believe you can't trust the Democrats to lead us in the proper direction. Uh, you know, it, I don't know how much we can trust the Republicans, but I can definitely tell you I'll trust Republicans over the Democrats. But I think we're going in a very bad, bad way. You know, look at the, the riots and protests going on right now, and the people just want it to continue. If you say anything against it, you're a racist or yes. you're, you're a bigot or you're just crazy. Well, what happens when they start breaking into homes and killing people? Are you, are we still racist and still crazy? Well, what happens when the riots turn to mobs and they start ripping people up in pieces and eating them? You know, that's a little far out there, but not really. Would we still be racist? Would we would we still be uh, sexist and misogynistic or trying to show our white superiority? No, I think you call a spade a spade at that point. And eventually, when people start shooting at each other. You know, neighborhood to neighborhood, street to street, this country will understand just how far we spun out of control, and we should have fixed it as a nation and not as politicians. We should have fixed it as a nation uh, from the get-go. But honestly, uh, I don't think this country is ever able to be fixed. I think as long as we glorify abortion and homosexuality and we glorify uh, and idolize people and money and greed and we still have our high places that are up that people are worshiping false gods these things are going to continue to happen and they're going to continue to get worse and we're just going to be led straight into biblical eschatology where you know we're going to see things from revelation start unfolding now you look at some of the biblical experts and they'll say we're reaching tribulation, we're in tribulation, or we're entering into biblical eschatology. I'm not an expert. I can't tell you where we're at. All I can say is God said that there would be signs and the times. I'm telling you right now, it's getting scary out there. And the crazier people get, the more dangerous people get, the closer I start thinking, well, where's that next war? When is the pit going to open up and the angel of Baden going to come out? You know, what, when are these things going to happen? When does the Antichrist and false prophets start walking around and committing, you know, false miracles in front of us? I think we're honestly we're on God's watch. We're on God's timepiece for this, and no man will know when it happens. Uh, no man will know when the Son of Man returns. But I promise you, if you hear someone saying on June 27th Jesus returns run away from that person because they're lying and they don't know what they're talking about because God plainly plainly says no one knows when Jesus returns except for the Father so we should we should always be in this ready state of mind but Dave what do you think it means to be a Christian during the purge well what do you think it means I think to it be means a Christian? short lifespan yeah 
Yeah, I mean, what, what does it mean to be Christian when we're in the Mad Max society? Are we still to ab abide by the Ten Commandments? Well, I hope so. But, you know, some of us are really going to take the turn the other cheek or sew your cloak and grab the sword, and they're going to splinter off. And here's the thing as Christians, we should be banning together and like-minded societies, if possible, like-minded residential areas, and standing by until the coming of Jesus. That could be tomorrow. That could be a hundred years from now. Nobody knows. I get so sick and tired of people who are telling me, we're in tribulation right now, or we're going through this part, or, we're going through that part. You don't know. And when you start saying things like this, you, you're going to start scaring the hell out of people. Not saying as Christians, you shouldn't be scared. Uh, you should always fear your Lord thy God, but not be scared to where you're put into a frenzy, which is what I feel a lot of people are trying to, even in our Christian community, trying to speed people up into a frenzy, which is a very, very dangerous state of mind to put people into. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not far off to see the crowds coming down your street and you're that one shop owner and you see firebomb after firebomb after firebomb and you go and you grab your gun and you go, nope, not my store, not my my blood, sweat, and tears has gone into this business. You ain't going to firebomb it. When do you start judging your morality? When do you start protecting your stuff? Or when do you go, it's just a building, I can rebuild this, and you walk away? People right now are coming into this mindset. You know, in South Africa, things like this have been going on. And Dave, I know you've spoken about how America is turning quickly into South Africa. You know, these, these things are going to happen eventually in America, and what's going to end up happening is you're going to have a dominant uh, part of society rise up, and it's going to be through local areas. You're going to have motorcycle gangs that are going to be dominant in one area. You're going to have law enforcement be dominant in another. You're going to have a white supremacist group that will be dominant in another. You'll have a black supremacist group dominant in another. You'll have the Bloods and the Crips, then you'll have the Aryan Circle and the Aryan Brotherhood, and then in one area – You'll have the cartel, and you'll have multiple cartels and drug dealers, or you'll have the one area where there'll be the corrupt mayor and his you know, little national guard force. The more America breaks down, the more these small dominating groups are going to rise and take power. And once this country eventually crumbles down, it'll be broken up like what we talked about before into tribes and warlords and tribal areas and colonies. How does the Christian... How do Christian families survive during times like this, besides just off of prayer alone and asking for the protection of God? You know, there, it's going to eventually become so crazy when you start seeing things like this. And, you know, we're only talking about the, the uh, decimation of society. There's going to be a society still. There are still going to be cities. There's still going to be law enforcement. There's still going to be government. But here's the other part of all this. Yeah, it's going to be like Mad Max and the Thunderdome in certain areas, but in the other areas, it's going to be so highly technological, you're not going to be able to sneeze without getting a ticket. And that's where you're going to have the areas like the Mark of the Beast coming from. Everything that you do, you can't buy, sell, or trade without the Mark. So, you know, eventually we're going to come to these sci-fi-like societies that people laugh and they roll their eyes about, and it's going to start looking a lot like what the Fourth Reich from the Nazi Empire 
wanted us to look like. What say you? <laughs> what I say is you just said a mouthful, and I, I do agree. We are in the Fourth Reich. I have told the story before. The first time I met Jim Mars face-to-face was uh, because Bill Pollack, uh, ex-CIA, and Vance Davis, ex-NSA, flew him in to meet me in the Phoenix airport, and we had a clandestine meeting. And we talked about the secret space program a lot because I couldn't talk about it publicly because my mother was still living and she'd have lost my dad's pension if we would have violated anything with national security. So Jim came in, he had real knowledge, and I was told I could implicitly trust Jim, and I did. And he shared with me a lot of what he knew about the program. But what we both arrived at, and we landed on one square, the influence the Nazis were having on America through these programs, the you know the disseminate information about Nazi technology, uh, was Nazifying the United States. I mean, Wanner von Braun was put in charge of NASA, and we had many of these German scientists leave and assume other high positions in, in our scientific community and even in DARPA. And Jim Marr said, Dave, we're becoming the Fourth Reich. And then a couple mm-hmm. of years later, Jim wrote the book, The Fourth Reich. was one of the, mm-hmm. sitting right here on my shelf. Uh, it's one of the best books that the late Jim Mars ever wrote. And he said, the Nazis lost the military battle, but they're winning the war. Yeah, I mean, who created Homeland Security? Uh, Marcus Wolf, East German Stasi, and that arose out of the Gestapo. You know, this, the funny thing about it is that I believe the Nazis never stopped with their technological advances. I think they just they switched uh, continents. I agree. Honestly, that's, that's, that's you know, what I, Jim Mars I, I believes, too. Yeah, I, I think the Nazis are fully up and running, and they're in China. I think that they're in Russia. I think that they're in South America, maybe Antarctica. Who knows? Uh, I think that they're definitely here in America. I mean, that's proven from the amount that we got from Operation Paperclip. But, you know, the interesting thing, Dave, is when do we start seeing these technological advances from the Nazis? You know, think about this. Are these UFOs that are being now cataloged and previewed to the world via Fox News and CNN uh, that our military service members are capturing in their jets, is that really an unknown flying object? Is it really an unknown submersible object? Or is it really we just don't want you to know? Because we still have a society that the Liebensborn, you know, the the ones that were in the Nazi society that are still alive and well and kicking, that you know the world is still funding secretly. You know, I think about the Nazis that their their world influence it never went away. It's still all over parts of South America. Almost the, there was almost like an entire branch of government in Argentina that was Nazi. That was Nazi national socialism. The Italians were. Part of Spain was at some point. Uh, you know, it had spread through many different European nations, of course, through Conquer. But the Catholics, Dave, the Catholics are the ones who gave them the head nod. And then over there in the Middle East, 
they're the ones that you know started communicating with them and you know they they really it's funny how like the muslims and the nazis really seem to like each other i guess because they both agreed that all jews and christians need to die well you knew uh, you know where the muslim brotherhood came from yeah the world's biggest terrorist organization was created by the nazis in world war ii in north africa to disrupt the american military advance and in fact eisenhower said he had more trouble with them than he did with the nazis yeah, and you know, I, I can't remember whose quote it is, but one of the uh, one of the head Nazis of the Reich was actually quoted saying about uh, how much they loved the tenacity of the Muslims and uh, how they fight and how ferocious they were. They were they you were know, they, they were formidable. You're right. Yeah, there was an there was an entire battalion of SS that were converted Muslims. So you know, we see similarities here. And these world influences and powers of these religions, which, by the way, God hates all religions. Let's get that one out there so these things are man-made. But the Catholics approved of what the Nazis were doing, and the Muslims approved of what the Nazis were doing. Stop and look. What are the two – what are the three biggest religions on earth? Yeah, you named two of them right there. So you mean to tell me that if – let's just say – half the earth is either Nazi or excuse me if a quarter a quarter of the earth is Muslim another quarter of the earth let's say probably is Catholic I think Catholics outnumber the Muslims and these were their leaders were sympathizers of the Nazis in my heart of hearts I have to believe that there are still the works of the Nazis going on today within these respected countries and kingdoms I don't think the Nazis ever went away. I think eventually we're going to see some fantastical machine that does not appear to be machine-like because, of course, the Nazis were tapping into you know, some different kinds of uh, ethers and different kinds of realms to get their technology from. You know, I say was probably demonic. And we're going to start seeing things like this eventually come. And I think we'll see more of these crazy videos of the UFOs that can just stop on a dime at, you know, thousands of miles an hour and then make a right turn, which would kill anybody inside of that vessel. Uh, you know, all these type of things that we're, that we're seeing that are coming out. Like I said, I know Steve Quills wrote, wrote extensively about this. I know a bunch of guys have wrote extensively about this. I am not an expert. I can just tell you what I'm seeing. I'll tell you I've been to a bunch of bases and I think it's funny. A lot of our, military bases are named after Germans but I think we're going to see more of this and I wouldn't be surprised if we you know, were able to actually catch a picture of a UFO and it even had a swastika on it I wouldn't be surprised you know, I, I don't, you know I've heard people say well when Project Blue Beam happens and the aliens the false alien attack comes from the sky and then the whole world will cry peace that it'll either be what, Dave? It'll be a mile-wide spacecraft, or it'll be flying pyramids, or it'll be Nebuchadnezzar, or it'll be the aliens, or the gray, you know, the grays, or it could be the fallen angels. Blah 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 blah. Well, my money's betting on Nazis. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, well, I would laugh. You're in good company. I, honestly, I would. Yeah, I would look up in the sky and I'd just go, huh? Well, I called it. Yeah, Nazis. We, we got invaded by, by flying space Nazis. 
Uh, well, my father that, had something to say. What, you know, my dad had something to say about this too. I asked him once what he thought about UFOs, and to kind of preface this, I say, you know, he was in real serious physical decline for about a year and a half, and I visited him almost every night, and then he started opening up about what he did that was classified. Because I asked him about the crazy Secret Service, FBI nonsense we had to go through for security lie detector test what does your dad do and i'm six years old what does my dad do i don't know what my dad does so i was asking him about that and we got into the topic and and i said well where did they get this technology and he said well they claim it came from aliens and i said you don't sound like you're convinced he said no i'm not he said it didn't come from aliens he said i asked him did you ever meet the aliens no well our commander did he said they were very much into the occult and he knew that and he said their little Ouija boards and all the games they played, he said he thinks that's how they contacted them and that's where they got this technology. And you know, lo and behold, my dad said that in 1984. And a lot's come out since then to really validate that viewpoint with what we know that was the true nature of the Nazi empire. So I think that this is very demonic. This is setting up the great deception. And my dad said someday someone's gonna show up in a big ship above the earth they're going to make them think they're from the planet whatever, and it's going to scare the living heck out of us, and we're going to unify under one central authority. And he said it scares the hell out of me who's going to be in control of that. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's why my money is on Nazis. You know, <laughs> here, <clears throat> pop quiz. Who's the richest known Nazi today that was actually a Nazi and documented as a Nazi that funds all the riots and protests. I know, boy George. Oh, yeah, there you go. George <laughs> Soros there you go. was a Nazi. He still is a Nazi. I, ah, oh, man. If you've ever seen the movie Inglorious Bastards, I have a Bowie knife waiting for you guys. If I ever catch you, uh, I'll, I'll make sure that anytime you take that uniform off, everyone's going to know who you are. And I think that's exactly, every time I see George Soros, I go, this is a living Nazi billionaire that's still funding the downfall of America, and no one does anything about it. I just, I can't believe the guy's not taken out yet, to be honest with you. I know plenty of Americans probably agree with me when I say that. This guy's, I mean, and, and then you have people like Hillary Clinton, who's another blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman who's in, right in line with him. Uh, you know, she's had some really racial things that she said is about black people, calling yes. them super predators. Yeah, she has. And and super predators. So wrong. Yeah, I mean, my God. And she wants to say that, you know, we're the deplorables. I've never in my, in my life even thought of calling another human being a super predator. You know, that, that, I don't know. Uh, it sounds cool. But the way she used it was just so demeaning. You know, damn her it's for saying racist. stuff like that. It is racist. And yeah. By any stretch of the imagination, it was a racist comment. You know, you know, it's interesting to me. I was doing, uh, I was going over some FBI stats a couple days ago, and I was looking at comparative reported police brutalities. Okay, and then I narrowed it down to black people, and these are FBI stats. And the cities that have the most reported police brutality against um, black citizens like what we've talked about the other night you know with uh, Mr. Floyd and with Eric Garner and so forth that 
it almost exclusively happens in blue democratic run cities and to me it's amazing that uh, we keep voting for these people to be in office because this is where the crimes took place. I mean, look at Mr. Floyd killed Minneapolis, an extreme liberal democratic city. Eric Garner, New York City. You go right down the list. You had St. Louis and, well, the Ferguson situation. And, and that's democratic liberalism running those governments. This, this is you know, who I'm, violates I'm, the rights of, uh, of black citizens. Well, for one thing, when you live in any type of democratic city, you don't have a right. Uh, that, 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 you have a Reich. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna start calling them the Reich cities, because everything the Democrats do, I read some really cool stuff about this one time. Well, not cool, but it was, it was so interesting. Uh, the similarities between what the Democrats want and then what the Nazis had done. You know, the, uh, the identification of everybody, extremely strict laws. Uh, you know, the wanting to take guns from everybody, wanting to register the guns on everybody, wanting forced vaccinations, the abortions, you know, uh, segregating populations and then segregating even wealth amongst populations. These were all things the Nazis did. Look, I mean, if you don't like history, I'm sorry, but history speaks for itself. Bob Griswold can tell you all about it. History is the thing that we're going to learn from whenever we all get destroyed. Uh, but look at it, man. I mean, the way the Nazis ran all of their thing, all of their cities, their nations, all the territories that they had conquered, it's just like the way that we're seeing it now with the Democrats. Except for in the Democratic cities, it's a little bit of a softer touch. You know, people aren't walking around goose-stepping yet. But, you know, switch the goose-stepping, uh, you know, wolf brigades and put them in all black and call them anti-fascists you have the same thing the hitler youth is what antifa has become today and i remember whenever we were working the inauguration and we were standing next to secret service it was uh so group of my guys and we were secret service and we had some u.s marshals standing next to us and we're watching uh antifa run up and down the streets over there by fourth street uh, or is it 12th and 13th? Anyways, right next to uh, the Capitol. And they're, I mean, they're in platoons, and they have the big flag with the anarchist A on it, and they're all colored differently, and they're walking around, and we're like, Jesus, this is literally like looking at Hitler youth. And they're just so brainwashed when you sit there and talk to them. And it's it's funny because they act just like Nazis, but yet they call us Nazis. You know what I mean? And it's just like what Goebbels wanted everyone to do. Tell a lie big enough, enough times, people are going to start believing it. Well, that's exactly what's happened. Hitler also said, you want me to be able to control a nation? Give me its kids. He, and what he means by that is, give me the youth. Give me the school systems. Let me indoctrinate them and brainwash them. Hello, parents. It's the reason why my kids are homeschooled, but hello, parents. What do you think your kids are learning? Anything that has to do with Jesus, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights, or actual factual history, and mathematics and science, it's all being wiped out. You know, Dave, when are they going to start teaching that, you know, in their first Biology 101 class, that when the, when the tadpole 
uh, you know, gets its tail and starts losing its legs, and it decides that it can be a boy frog or it can be a girl frog, or it could just be both. You know what? The tadpole can decide whatever it wants to be because that's the way the tadpole feels. Because people can do that. I mean, we're screwing up our kids so much, eventually we're going to be able to tell them, hey, don't worry, our Fuhrer, uh, Joe Biden, says that all of all sins are forgiven. So you can go out and commit all crimes that you want. You know, I, I see us going down this road in society, and I know me and, me and Steve Quill and me and you have talked about this extensively, uh, the downfall of the American society, how we're just killing the Constitution. I was just listening to Mark Dice with my wife and kids while it goes, we're, you know, going down the road, go get some ice cream. And there is a black actress, and she's on Saturday Night Live, and she said, you know, I was there doing the L.A. riots, and I had my, my sledgehammer, and I was messing stuff up real, real good. And, you know, I, and if you want to go out and burn cities, I say go out and burn the Constitution. Wow. Well, what are you going to replace the Constitution with? Show me anywhere else around the world where they've had a constitution or where they've had a bill of rights or where they've actually set you know, uh, slaves free and it's worked out for that country. You know, and I know people get really offended by facts, but point out to me another country that's been more successful than America. There hasn't been. And I feel that now... America's success story is fixing to run dry. It's going to be replaced with probably the scariest nation the world has ever seen. Dave, could you imagine the freest nation in the world with the strongest military, with the most advanced technological weapons and communications and battleships, stealth bombers and submarines, the best special operations groups, the best uh, police force, the strongest economy, and it turns completely Nazi. What in the hell does the world do then? If you put a Democrat in power, that's the direction this country will go. I give it back to you. That's what I've been saying. That's what Jim Marr said before me. That's what so many people have been saying for a very long time. And, um,. But you have to understand, the overall goal here is to create a new world order, a, a satanic new world order. But you can't have a, a, Christ, a Christian nation, or I should say people with a lot of Christians, a nation with a lot of Christians in it. You can't have that and have a new world order. It's incompatible. And you can't have wealth and civil rights with one nation when you're taking down the rights and wealth of the entire planet. You know, out of chaos comes order, as they say. So they have to destroy America. And what I just said here is I also said that Christians are going to get persecuted like no other time in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm telling you, we're going to end up being persecuted by fellow Christians probably worse than anyone else because you're going to have the sheeple that will be Christian in name only when it comes down to it. That they'll identify as Christian, but they'll all take the mark. Mm-hmm. And the moment they find you, they will rat you out. They'll, they'll report you to the Stasi. Hey, did you not go to the, the town hall meeting and get your tattoo and your stamp? Well, no. Why? Well, because I'm a Christian. Well, I'm a Christian too, brother. Just you and your family. Come on, man. We, we can go 
you know, be able to finally go out shopping and go, hold on, you know. Revelation says, do not take the mark of the beast, or your soul is damned. Why did you do it? Well, you know, we got to do what we got to to survive. You have a whole class of people that think that they're meaning well, and they think that they're doing good by saying, well, I just had to do what I had to to survive. Uh, case in point, George Soros did what he had to do to survive, where him and his quote-unquote uncle went around and sold Jews' homes after the Nazis ran them out of there. He did what he did to survive. You know, there are people that do what they do to survive, which means selling out your neighbor so that the state doesn't kill you. Eventually, we're going to come to this in this country. You know, hey, how about this one? I'm doing what I do, what I have to to survive uh, in my workplace. But Jeff over here, Jeff's a, Jeff's, a, Jeff's a white guy. He's patriotic, and you know, he's got all these pictures of George Washington and Trump, and he's a racist. I got to report him. Not saying I haven't heard that happen more than once within the federal government. You know, even with the Hatch Act, you can still have a picture of your president. I know, because when Obama was here, people had like voodoo shrines to Obama. It was weird. But you see a you see society now, and people they're cutting themselves down left and right, uh, and it's over this whole woke uh, mentality where everybody now has a damn conscience, and everybody now cares about the sensitive needs of each other and honestly it's a very dangerous precedence that we're setting in this country because eventually we're not going to be able to taper back we're not going to be able to go backwards when you create a society of pansies and the first actual war happens who goes to war the pansies or the slave class the serf class well you just named it right there the last one um and that's what's going to happen to our kids if we don't stop this. Yeah. I, I, uh, the amount of times I went overseas, I never saw a congressman's son standing next to me. <laughs> Not saying there isn't, but I never saw one. You know, yeah. the, last time, and, we, you know the think, last time we saw that was in World War Two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the draft. There was the draft, and then there was the volunteers. You know, eventually there's going to be another draft, Dave, and you're going to meet up not at the Marine Corps Depot, not at Fort Bragg, not at Lackland Air Force Base, not at wherever in the hell the Navy does their training or, you know, the Coast Guard somewhere up in the, I think, New Jersey. You, your recruitment is going to be at your local mayor's office. That's where they're going to tell you to show up for your new civilian response team because we took down all law enforcement. God help us the day that it actually starts and we get attacked by terrorists. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to laugh as these groups of people that were so oppressed by my masculinity that now it's their turn to go out and fight crime. I'm going to sit back and laugh. I think many of us are going to sit back and laugh for a moment or two. Uh, but this society, man, it's, it's we're tumbling downhill, and we're catching ourselves on fire, and eventually we're just not going to be able to put ourselves out anymore. You know? And like I said, 
even though while society is crumbling, there is another part of society that is elevating itself technologically above the rest of us, and we're so busy fighting each other and trying to kill each other and worrying about going to work and, you know, worrying about sports and all these, these distractions when we should be uniting together, especially Christians. You should be out more than ever preaching the gospel of Jesus. You should be out on your feet more than ever preaching the gospel of Jesus. There is another part of society that's rising. And in that society, they have their own rank structure within this deep state, evil, new world order, globalism kind of uh, society. They have their own high-tech military. They have their own SS. Now, they, they have all these things like with the Nazis who were a perfect example of how to take over and oppress a people and make it successful. And honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that all the Nazis tried to kill each other and Hitler went crazy uh, and their you know supply lines got too thin, they were started running out of oil and gas, if they would have just kept themselves right there within about a 500 to 1,000 mile radius of Germany, I don't. I think the Nazi Empire would still be here today, honestly, and I think they'd be the world's superpower. You know, we got most of our technology from them. Most of our technology we got from them. If it wasn't for the fact that we made the bomb before they did, God help us where we would be right now. Well, Paul but Preston, these people are still alive. Paul Preston would say the Nazis are running things behind the scenes. They dominate our yes. government. They are in bed with the Jesuits. They dominate yep. South, South America. Um, they've led to the rise of Chinese technology using the Democratic Party, illegal transfer of technology like F-35 and before that silkworm missiles under Clinton and Gore. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I, could, I could list to you something, a list a mile long, but the Nazis very much are there and prevalent. Yeah, you know, I mean... I guess you could say, you know, when the Japanese were honorary Aryans with the uh, the Nazis, with the Axis, uh, if I think it wasn't for the fact that the Japanese just had their butts handed to them throughout the, you know, the uh, the coastal islands in the Pacific. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know where we'd be right now, uh, but I'm telling you, this these times are going to happen again, and instead, and I know this is going to sound bad. I think one day instead of the axis of evil attacking us, we will end up being the axis of evil attacking everyone else. Because Germany found, like a parasite to a host, the Nazis found a more suitable country. Bigger, more industrial, more resources. Really, that's what killed the Nazi war machine was the resources that was needed to supply the army and the amount of the population to fill the boots of the combat soldiers. Here, we have more than enough useful idiots that follow anything anyone says on social media or on YouTube, or they believe everything Don Lemon says. Weaponize those people. Point them in the right direction and say, that's the enemy. Come sign up at your local mayor's office and get your standard military-issued equipment and, you know, send them out on their first mission see how they do. 
Yeah, that's that's the that's the direction I think we're eventually going to come into. Do I think we may see, uh, you know, UFOs coming down from the sky and attacking cities? I don't know. Uh, Under Bluebeam, I think it's entirely possible. Yeah, yeah, I I think it's entirely possible. I think we'll have maybe something disguised as a mile wide aircraft that drops something on a city, but it's actually coming from a satellite directly above it. But, I mean, the technology's there already, and we have technology that we don't share to the public. The government has technology that the government doesn't know about. You know, we have top-secret stuff that people with, you know, like me, top-secret SCI clearance, I don't even know about it. So the compartmentalization that's out there, you know, who is really running uh, Area 51? Who's really running parts of these, uh, you know, the military industrial complex uh, companies who's who's really running them you know where are their ties are they really patriotic or are they really all about the war machine no matter what nation's anthem it goes with and I think that's eventually what we're going to come out to see and I think the next war that happens we're going to see it and I think this type of technology will probably end up being used against the American people first because it's something that I've said I had it as like a premonition like dream one time that I could see the Ayatollah of Iran standing in the UN saying you know America 20 years ago you told us that it was the global war on terror that was what really was capturing us around the world that we should really be fighting was Islamic extremism but I'm here to tell everybody that the real enemy is American imperialism I think we have over 400 military bases around the world we're at war with numerous countries right now and their secret wars our CIA is out doing it or DIA is out doing it or DNI is out there doing it you know we're, we're having all the spy technology uh, economic warfare against people we're doing blockades and high tariffs our our politicians are out there threatening other world leaders and other politicians. <laughs> Joe Biden. You know, America is really at the point where we are flexing our muscles more than we ever have. And I trust me, I'm not unpatriotic. I love my country. I have fought for my country. I have friends who have died for this country. However, I was able to take a big step back and realize I had the, I had the veil taken off my eyes and I was able to realize what we were really doing you know what what was patriotic about attacking Afghanistan or about attacking Iraq or about attacking Vietnam I mean the last real patriotic war I could remember and this is just looking at actual history Dave was probably Korea and World War II you know because after that after you start getting into the 1950s and 60s and you start hearing about Operation Mongoose and Operation Northwoods and all the false flags that have been started by the Joint Task Force and by the Joint Chiefs of Staff or by the CIA, you really start questioning what the hell was the intent after Korea? Was there no one else to fight so we had to go pick fights around the world so the military-industrial complex could continue to grow? The answer was yes. We still need more resources to fuel this war machine that is America. That's what we become. 
Any time America gets into any type of economic crisis, a war happens. Take a look back in history, and you'll see it. You know, that's one of the main provocations of war is, is an economic crash. Well, you're absolutely right about that, and that's um, so why we have all the motivation in the world right now. Um, what do you make of, and this is not so much futuristic, it's present, but what do you make of the Pentagon disarming the National Guard, Esper telling, uh, publicly saying he doesn't agree with Trump about federalizing National Guard to bring the riots under control? What do you think is going on there? I think they're... I think they're pushing their luck. I think they're seeing just how far they can get away uh, with Trump. And they're willing to see just how far people will go with these riots. You know, uh, right now in the area that I work at, uh, the riots are non-existent. The protests are very mild. And, you know, around the country, it's starting to finally calm down, thankfully. Uh, unfortunately, attacks against law enforcement isn't because I think there was five police officers today in California. I can read you the uh, thing that I got. Three cops ambushed in Santa Cruz, one dead, two wounded. Hispanic, Hispanic suspect wounded but still alive. There was a false call made to the police officers, and the guy opened fire on them. Oh, plus, he was using handheld explosives and provided explosive devices. So... Obviously, the threat against law enforcement is still happening, but the riots are going down. So, you know, the way I look at it, give it a week or two. Give it a month. There'll be another reason for them to start pointing their fingers and damning America again. Oh, look at this over here, everybody. Look at this. Time to start rioting again. And, you know, there there are so many atrocities that have happened within the past couple of weeks I know, to make I know, America. We, got, we are flat out of time. We got about 15 seconds, and I wish we could go there. We're going to have to do another follow-up. I mean, we're not done. I wanted to get in more into the Judge Dredd and the historical parallels there for predictive programming, but right now we got a bit to do because we're out of time. Thanks so much for joining us. I'll be in touch to set up another interview. Thank you, my friend. Thank you.